Hello and welcome, I am Nicholas Ward and this is Historical Hysteria. Today we are talking about the five most insane US presidents in history. Number five, Calvin Coolidge and presidential hide and seek. Calvin Coolidge is known for... not much. He served as president between 1923 and 1929, running a smooth and quiet administration through the heights of the 20s. Literally, his nickname was Silent Cal because he was so quiet. He passed off the presidency to Herbert Hoover in 1929, just in time to save his reputation from the Great Depression. The insanity of Coolidge. Calvin Coolidge loved hide-and-seek. Like, loved hide-and-seek. During his presidency, the Secret Service installed a secret button under the Oval Office desk to ring in cases of emergency. The 52-year-old Coolidge would ring the silent alarm and then hide, causing a panic as the Secret Service dashed about thinking the president had been kidnapped. Coolidge at the time was described by most people as dry and lacking a sense of humour. Can you imagine how confused the Secret Service would have been when they found their dour boss hiding behind a curtain or under a desk like a child? Coolidge is also famous for the Coolidge Effect, which is, and this is true, a biological phenomenon describing when animals tire of having a single sexual partner. Which takes us to number four, Harry Truman. Harry Truman was president between 1945 and 1953 and is famous for finishing World War II and starting the Korean War, but also being a fairly boring president. He took down the egotistical General MacArthur and then retired, not making much of a splash afterwards. Harry Truman believed the White House was haunted, describing it as a haunted prison, and in fact he hated the building so much he basically refused to live there, moving out after a year. During his presidency, he wrote multiple letters to his wife and daughters complaining about the loudness of the ghosts. Now, there is some debate among boring people who argue that Truman was being satirical. So I will let you judge. In 1946, he wrote to his daughter, quote, Now, about those ghosts. I'm sure they're here, and I'm not half so alarmed at meeting up with any of them as I am at having to meet the live nuts I have to see every day. I'm sure... Old Andy could give me some good advice and probably teach me some good swear words to use on Molotov and de Gaulle, end quote. But hey, I suppose believing in ghosts isn't that crackpot, considering Ronald Reagan consulted astrologers and FDR may have been high on cocaine during Pearl Harbor. Or maybe I should have made this one a five-way tie. Anyway, number three, Herbert Hoover. Herbert Hoover was president between 1929 and 1933. He copped all the blame for the Great Depression, but fortunately for his mental health, Herbert Hoover was a wild, once-dead badass and couldn't give a damn. Wait, once dead? Yep, as a child, Herbert Hoover died. His parents sent for a doctor, put coins on his eyes, prepared to bury him, and he woke up. But that's not the insanity. See, a couple of years later, H.H.'s parents died, and instead of hiding and crying or becoming Batman, he took a third option. Going to live with an uncle, he would bounce around Indian reservations where he would be adopted by various gangs of Native American children who taught him how to fish and hunt. He is the only US president to have ever lived on an Indian reserve. He went on to make a fortune in gold, gave a lot of it away to bankroll the army during World War I, then invented Hooverball, which is basically volleyball but played with a 10-pound, 5-kilo medicine ball. It was described as harder than football or hockey combined. And he played it constantly on the White House grounds to keep his fitness up. But if that wasn't crazy enough, Herbert Hoover also had a rule while presiding over the White House that he never wanted to see a servant 
ever. So when he was walking down the corridors, the White House serving staff would have to leap behind curtains or hide behind plants so that he could not see them. This actually isn't as uncommon as you might think. Secret passages were in a large way invented for servants to hide and not be seen as they moved about the house. But still kind of a weird move. Which brings us to number two, Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt Jr. was president between 1901 and 1909. Now, I have put Teddy Roosevelt second. And before he comes back from the dead and chokes me out to convince me he should be number one, it's only because he was more badass than insane. Although he was definitely both. Teddy Roosevelt is by far and away the most fearless and awesome US president, once killing a mountain lion with a hunting knife, continuing speeches after getting shot, and resolving intractable international conflicts by taking diplomats on epic death-defying hunting trips. Teddy Roosevelt treated life like he was speedrunning it, and didn't have time for all this bullshit. But arguably, the most insane thing he did was when he led an expedition to the Amazon, a bullet still in his chest from an assassination attempt the year before. Teddy carried a lethal dose of morphine with him in case he got sick. And then he got sick. His son practically had to wrestle the syringe from his hand to stop him killing himself. He only convinced him not to by arguing that his corpse would weigh them down more than he would. Basically, if you kill yourself, I am still going to carry your stubborn lazy ass out of here. He didn't kill himself. Instead, he died in his sleep in 1919. His vice president, Thomas Marshall, said death had to take Roosevelt sleeping, for if he had been awake, there would have been a fight. Which brings us to far and away the most insane US president in history, Andrew Jackson. Andrew, shove the constitution up your ass, Jackson was president between 1829 and 1837, and he is famous for populism, genocide, and just batshit insanity. Before Jackson's election, President John Quincy Adams warned the American public that if Jackson became president, quote, prostitutes will preside in the sanctuaries now devoted to the worship of the Most High, and the teaching of murder, robbery, rape, adultery, and incest would become common. Andrew Jackson was John Quincy Adams' vice president. But Adams had pretty good reason to fear him. Jackson had had a rough childhood. His father died before he was born, his elder brother died in the revolution, and then at 14 he and his brother were captured by the British who treated them very poorly. Their mother secured their release, walking them 40 miles home where his brother almost immediately died, followed by his mother leaving Jackson an orphan with a burning hatred of the British. Now, in the face of such horror, many people might have dedicated their lives to protecting the downtrodden. But instead of becoming a paragon of good, Jackson decided to become an irredeemable asshole. Jackson would unilaterally invade Spanish Florida at a time when the USA was the geopolitical equivalent of an asthmatic 12-year-old saying, I know karate. When he became president, he threw an epic rager at the White House, which got so wild, he had to sneak out a window. And he may have been in upwards of a hundred jewels. There is debate about the number of jewels he was in, with estimates ranging from between 13 to 100. Andrew Jackson's nickname, Old Hickory, came from an old hickory walking stick that he carried and used to beat the living shit out of people. He was the first president to have an assassination attempt made on him. The assassin pounced, fired, and Jackson beat the ever-living shit out of him with his old hickory walking stick, to the point his guards had to pull him off. Yes, Jackson was the kind of crazy they just don't make anymore. 
Anecdotal evidence from friends and colleagues of Jackson say he also thought the world was flat and was basically illiterate. And that brings us to the end of our show. Thank you for joining today. Feedback can be sent to historicalhysteria at gmail.com. Check the socials, r slash historicalhysteria on Reddit and at Manic History on Twitter. Before I leave, let me leave you with this. Anytime you see a blockbuster and the main character is on screen but their face isn't shown, it's not that actor. They use body doubles. Big budget actors are so expensive today that movies do whatever it takes to minimise unnecessary screen time and is one of the reasons why masks have become so popular on screen. Not really a history fact, but it is interesting. If you want a film history fact, um, fake snow used to be made of asbestos. Anyway, bye. <laughs>